team as always you are joined by myself drew my good mate phil our good mate sarah moon and unfortunately kent can't make it this week he's gone caught up in the mad hatter's tea party anyway on with the show mr phil ms sarah how are you both very well thank you very well thank you yes <laughs> drew- was very calm. <laughs> it was very calm i was trying to match sarah's level of calmness i didn't mean for it to come out <laughs> And Drew, how are you? I'm very sleepy, but I am excited to hear about your adventures. Yes, of course. So poor Drew's had to get up early in the morning because we are still abroad. Um, and not only are we still abroad, but we're trying to, to uh, I guess, be as live as we possibly can. Uh, and so therefore it means that we're recording an episode on opposite sides of the world. Uh, it's currently 11.45 p.m. for me, and it is 8.45 a.m. for Drew uh, on a day when he doesn't have to get up this early. So, uh, I, I again, very, very thankful to him. Right, Sarah? Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Thank you. Uh, well, thank, thank you, guys. You guys are sitting up late for this. Yeah. Yeah, we've got nowhere to be, though. No, exactly. We've got nowhere to be. And also, <laughs> and also we are currently sitting here in England, and uh, the sun set about... An hour ago, forty-five minutes ago. So you know, it doesn't. It doesn't really. really? It doesn't feel that late to us. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's really weird. I, I forgot how like how late it stays light. It's really weird. I love European summers. I love how late the sun sets. It's fantastic. What a great concept. That's crazy. Mm, it's a terrific concept. Surely should adopt it. Just uh, instead of daylight saving, changing it the clock by one hour, change the clock by two. I think we should. We should. Yeah. We should do that. I think really, I think we should. Work, but yeah, no, that's I completely agree. Quite right. Um, yeah, so uh, basically what, what we'd like to do this this episode is give you our, uh, our adventure, our tour, where have we been, what have we done since what our last scene? step. So oh, the God. last step, and in fact the last place we recorded episodes from was in Nashville, Tennessee, and that was a month ago? I think. I don't know. I've lost track of all time. Yeah, I lost I track of time, but it was about a month ago. Well, how many episodes? We recorded three episodes, and then we went back to the pre-recorded for a week. I think it's almost been like five weeks. Oh, no, it was the 10th of May. It was 10th of May. It was a uni deadline. So it was a month ago. Yeah. It was um, a month ago. Jeez. Crazy. Um, no, well, actually, of the, t- the time this goes up, because, again, we, we're, <laughs> we're recording this one a little bit, it'll be five weeks. Five weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. So five weeks. So, uh, yeah, we're five weeks down the line since our last kind of update, which was a two-parter. This one, I think, will only be a one-part because, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not that much has happened. We'll make it great. What do you mean? No, I'm joking. Obviously, a lot has happened. Um, should we should we go backwards or should backwards? we just go in order? Should we just go in order? Uh, you keen? You keen to yeah, see the end of the episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go in order. Um, so Sarah's going to fill us in fully in uh, the English part of it. I want to hear her um, give us the tour of where we've gone because like, there's so many names and just ideas and stuff like that. I've forgotten ideas. names. Well, yeah, you, you, you've been instrumental in leading us around, so I'd love to hear all about it. Um, so we started, uh, we left Nashville um, day after the last episode, um, or in Nashville, and um, we went on from there to, we're heading towards Knoxville. And instead of going to Knoxville, we went to Townsend. Townsend, Tennessee. Townsend, Tennessee. It is a little bit further south than Knoxville. Um, it's a little bit further west than Knoxville. It is, though, fantastically located right on the edge of a national park, which oh, goes for miles and miles and miles and is nothing but greenery. It is staggering views, nice and just relaxed and calm. And the place we're staying, uh, Townsend, um, was situated right next to a little lake. The Great Smoky Mountains. Yeah, right next to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park or Heritage Centre. 
Yeah, so it's a fantastic little spot, really quiet, um, beautiful night sky. We had, we're, we're told to, to look out for bears as well. Second time on the trip, we were told to look out for bears. Second time on the trip, we saw no bears, which I'm disappointed about. I even intentionally went and stood outside in the middle of the night as quiet as I could just to see if any bears would come running for me in the darkness, and it didn't happen. So, you know, disappointing. Um, from there, though, we didn't explore there too much. We went for a little drive and um, into the snow, uh, Smoky Mountain National Park. Uh, look, it was nice as National Park, but it was, it was peaceful. Foresty. It was yeah, it was pretty foresty. Similar to many other national parks. National park, um, but it was interesting to see. Interesting river. There's an interesting river there, which um, the feature of the river was that uh, it used to be used for logging. They used to cut trees. I remember so many facts. I don't remember anything. Like, I've I read the there sign. Was a river. Really, I've read the sign. Anyway, there was a river, and in the national park, they used to do logging and forestry, and they used to cut the trees down and send them down the river until one day some of the logs started getting clogged at this little tight bend in the river. And it started backing the water up because it basically created a dam. Um, now, this point in the river was a really kind of... Um, uh, there was the other half of the river about pff, 10 metres away from it. And basically the river came downstream, got really close to this kind of joining point, and then went about another... on A, a little meander through the, the forest for about another 10 kilometres and then finally came back and met up with this point again. So they never crossed paths, but they were so close to each other. Anyway, the tree logs, um, the logs got caught in this point. So they decided to put some dynamite there just to blow the logs out of the way and get the dam going again. Um, as you do. As you do, because they're, you know, as intelligent as that. Unfortunately, they blew a hole out of the side of the, the riverbank and linked the two parts of the river up instead, and that's where the river now turns. It doesn't go where it used to go. And in fact, the kilometre-long several kilometer long section that it used to go to massive horseshoe shaped um, bend no longer goes there and it now makes this very sharp turn um and it is incredibly dangerous rapids now instead because it is such a drop from the different levels so interesting point um it was very nice yeah so it was lovely though we went for a little walk there again looking for bears and so on um from there though we packed up our bags and drove um to dublin on our way to Virginia. dublin on our way to Dublin, though, we did uh, drive basically through to the next valley over from where we were staying at um, Townsend. Oh, okay. And when we got there, we ended up in, we, you know, uh, the whole journey, the, every morning would, Sarah would get a Starbucks and I'd, uh, a Starbucks coffee and I'd get myself a hot chocolate because I don't drink coffee um, or tea. Uh, yep, she hates that. <clears throat> but I love my hot chocolates. So we'd always get one of those. And uh, Matt said that there was a cafe coming up. <clears throat> we got there. The place looked like an old log cabin. Um, <clears throat> went in asking for, Sarah went in asking for a coffee, and they said, no, well, we only do black coffee. But if you want a coffee, you can head next door. It's a Starbucks. And we kind of both, you know, looked outside and looked around and couldn't see a Starbucks at all. We saw a sign that said Starbucks, but we could only see the log cabin. It was, quite, it was a large log cabin. Yeah, big log cabin, yeah. a big gift shop. Um, it was huge. It was probably one of the nicest gift shops I've ever been to. Yeah, because it was just such a lovely, old, but well-kept kind of um, yeah, log like cabin. Yeah, homemade things. It was lovely. Everything was homemade. They didn't feel like, it didn't feel like there were any kind of crappy no, things in there. Starbucks, the lady was kind of like, have whatever you want. Like, yeah. It was a very, a home-run Starbucks. The people that were lovely put on even a map. They had a map there. Yeah, they had a map for anyone that passed through there. They had to put um, on the map where they were from. So we got to put our names on the map. And uh, yeah, so we're on there. That's really cool. And they were lovely. They were really interested in Australia. So they had, I spent a long time talking to them, about an hour talking to them, really. Um, and uh, yeah, Sarah got herself a Starbucks from a random, random little Starbucks where you could kind of, yeah, do whatever you wanted. That was lovely. Um, from there, we drove on over the next valley. And uh, as we, on our way down the valley, at uh, the side of the valley, um, we started seeing a lot of these toboggan or luge type, you know, um, cool kind of uh, tracks that you could go down. Like through like, the forest. It doesn't really Yeah, like, it was just like, it was like, wow, oh my yeah. God, like, this is so cool. Why are these here? And then we saw another one, and then another one, and then there was like a roller coaster, then there was a Ferris wheel, 
then there was more, then there was a fun park, then there was a go-kart track, then there was another go-kart track, then there was a putt-putt golf, then there was a water park, then there were massive roller coasters, then there were massive um, ferris wheels, then there were um, pretend castles, then there were the, these medieval worlds and, and uh, restaurants and stuff, and then there were uh, there was a one-to-one... Uh, scale of uh, replica of the Titanic, the first half of it, which you can go inside, by the way, and it's detailed inside as well. Um, there was we an, need to go to that. We do. We, we'll go on a road trip there um, or adventure there. And, uh, yeah, so it just has... It's just so bizarre because it's like, where the hell is this? Why? What is this here? And to stumble across it and just drive through it, having no idea that that's what you're going to come to, is the most bizarre thing but it was cool, really cool. Um, I'd love to spend, you know, a couple of days there uh, trying out the different places and see what every place has to offer. And, yeah, it was an interesting place, really strange. But, of course, we couldn't stop for long because we had destination to go to, and that was, yeah, Dublin. Dublin, Virginia. We didn't we, we didn't go to Roanoke directly because it's not the Roanoke from the TV show and also because it's oh, not... Which we only found out, like, the night before. Yeah, which we... So, and also, when we got to Dublin, we're told that Roanoke is a little bit of a hole because it's boring and there's nothing there exciting at all. So we didn't stay in Roanoke. We stayed in, uh, yeah, Dublin. And I've also learned that it's not Virginia... From our lovely, we stayed in in a bed and breakfast in um, Dublin called what was it called? Uh, Rockwood Manor. Yeah, Rockwood Manor. I highly recommend it. She's oh, lovely, fantastic. Lady it's a lovely old, um, a f- lovely like a old mansion. mansion. Yeah, a lovely old mansion on like farmland. Still in its like original. Yeah. Like all the, the decoration, like the interior is all... Like the rooms are all classic. And it's great though. It's, it's amazing. Really and it's so homely and the people are lovely. We had a lovely uh, woman named Sarah, yeah. um, who the house is actually in her family. Many, many, many years ago, um, her family, just after the Civil War, War her family decided yeah. to employ as many people as they could and build a house as big as they could just to try and get as many people as possible working because there weren't many jobs going and stuff like that. So everyone started working. Um, and then down the track, the house kind of slipped, started slipping away from the family and uh, then it was going to be sold. And instead, Sarah and her son came back and... Um, claimed it. Claimed the house and turned it into a bed and breakfast and started restoring the house again back to its former glory. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's really good. That was a lovely yeah, house. Fields, lovely animals. fields. Yeah, we, we were told to go and look for uh, Lucy. Lucy the donkey, and we went on a long walk and eventually found Lucy the donkey. Uh, we searched for ages through hiking through fields and stuff, but we found Lucy the donkey um, until the next morning. We were having breakfast with Lucy and uh, sorry, with Sarah and her son, and. Um, Sarah, of course, is also an interior designer, and Sarah here, Sarah Moon, would like to be an interior designer, so that was great to chat with her about that as well. Um, But yeah, the son was sitting at the table with us, and we mentioned to Sarah, um, who owns the place, hey, we went and found Lucy, and her her daughter went, uh, sorry, Sarah then turned to her son and said, oh yeah, they went to find Lucy, and they found her, and said that she was lovely. And the son just sat there for a second and was like, Lucy? Who's Lucy? And then the then Sarah was like the donkey, and he was like, "There's no donkey called Lucy. There's a donkey called Katrina." Poor old Sarah. poor old Sarah was like, "Oh well, a little you bit know. senile, I think." Yeah, but lovely nonetheless. Oh, it's fantastic, and and so many stories, and she's so with it in other ways. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, great stories, great history. Could talk about interior design for hours. It was fascinating to listen to it. Yeah, so. I truly recommend it. If you're going that way through, or one get married. Honestly, oh, it's a fantastic. Spot. They do weddings there I as well. Right there. Yeah, it it's amazing. amazing. Such fantastic. Again, the view is stunning. So yeah, well worth going there. Yeah, but we learned from Sarah that it's not Virginia. It's Virginia. 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 Yeah, that's how you say. Be careful how you say that. <laughs> yes, true. I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. Yep. That. Anyway, uh, there from there, then we went onwards. We crossed the Shenandoah River. We drove past Blue Ridge Mountain, mountain range. Um, didn't go into West Virginia, though, unfortunately. But we did then, uh, we went into the western half of 
Virginia, though. So, you know, close enough. Uh, and we uh, ended up at Washington, D.C. Washington. And let me tell you, that place when it's raining is hard to drive in. Um, when it's peak hour, it is hard to drive in. And uh, if you get there at any time of day, it is hard to drive in. That was so difficult and so stressful and exhausting. We spent close to an hour going eight miles. I think it was so over what, an hour. So what you're saying is it's hard to drive in. What I'm saying is it's hard to drive in. Just don't drive yeah. in. No, it, you don't. Uh, to drive don't. In. And again, There's we tried. No- we, we stayed in a lovely Airbnb, which was about mm. a half hour walk from the White House and, you know, the Washington Monument, which, by the way, is nothing like in the movie um, Spider-Man Homecoming. It is completely fenced off and you cannot get into it at all it's completely fenced off quite overwhelming um very underwhelming and very 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 obvious that america are terrified of any sort of terrorism attack whatsoever everything is the white house the closest you can get to is probably about 100 meters i'd say that's the closest they have all their like you know the normal fencing and then they have like another fence in front of that with security Mm. you know and there are, obviously, and we could see it, there were people on top of the White House there with their oh, sniper yeah. rifles. that was crazy. I forgot It's like a weird figure standing up there. No, yeah, here's your sniper rifle. Um, there's heavy-duty police officers, which are quite nice, but, you know, people were asking, oh, could we take a picture? And they were like, unfortunately, we can't. Sorry, no, no pictures. Um, yeah, they've got their rifles with them as well. So it is, uh, yeah, there lots of security. everywhere. And everywhere. you couldn't see that you could hear them. Because they were just sirens constantly. Oh, that was the official... They, they should oh. cancel the, the national anthem and instead have the sound of a siren because it's just it was, r- ridiculous. It, there's no silence. It's just sirens. No, exactly. Uh, we saw the Lincoln Memorial. Of, you see, we were, you know, had to go somewhere where Forrest Gump had been as well. So we saw Lincoln Memorial and the lake in front of it. Um, we could see from a distance the Congress building as well. So... Yeah, we, we saw... I'm just going to see if there's an update on the guy that steps up on fire in front of the White House. Oh, yeah, because there was that guy that just a week or two after that we were there. Yeah, like two weeks after himself there, on fire. guy set himself on fire in like, the lawn behind... Mm. I do believe, though... As you do. Uh, naturally. I do believe, though, that while we were there, Trump was in that White House. So I'm we pretty sure he was, because yeah. he had like, a talk the previous day. Yeah, he was yeah. there the previous day, so no doubt he was, yeah. he was still there, probably just sitting there watching TV. Or something, or eating a, a burger or some cookies. That's a bit exciting. Mm. So yeah, well, so that's what we. That I was be cool. Bragging about it, that's for sure. No, uh, yeah. No. Uh, so, so we did that. We then the, uh, a couple of days later, we stayed there for three days. Two days. Two days. Two days. We stayed there for two days. Then we went on to our final destination, which was Philadelphia, where we dropped off our car, our Saturday. beloved Hyundai Tucson horrible. or Hyundai Tucson, as they say over there. We dropped it off, and that was very sad to do. I want one now. I want a Hyundai Tucson. It was just also weird just being without a car, like, not having that. Like, yeah, it felt very pathetic. do anything. It's yeah. no uh, alone. Did you wind up detouring to Scranton? Uh, look, I, I was asked to ask you by a couple of people. I saw it on the map, and I yep. looked at the map again and again and again, but no, I did not detour to Scranton but I will but I will because again uh, the next road trip we will pick up a car in New York and go back the other way and head slightly further north and do the northern kind of area so we we certainly I will I'd like to go go back to Philadelphia's really nice as well yeah Philly was cool that was really cool some people had said be careful of Philly you know it might be a bit dodgy but no no, Philly was really nice Um, it it reminded me of New York in many ways like a baby New York um, or a much more kind of relaxed New York, I guess. Yeah. Um, weather was pretty cold. It look, it definitely isn't always sunny in Philadelphia. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very good. yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, but Philly was nice. It was lovely to go for a walk through it. A very walkable city. Mm. Very, very, very easy to get to things. Distances are all no problem. It's funny where we were staying, um, felt quite quiet and old town um very narrow streets very suburban you know um a suburb city suburban so therefore you know like three or four story kind of buildings um apartment buildings but yeah very 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 nice but we basically and i was caught off guard by it but basically followed our street the entire way and we were in the cbd 
and then walking back again. It was, yeah. We, we went for a massive loop walk around the CBD and uh, ended up about 10 minutes away from our apartment again. So it was just, it just, wow. the city just is very convenient to be in. Um, very convenient walk. Um, yeah, very walkable city if the weather's good enough. Which it ended up being on one of the days. We could walk around, no problem. Um, It was nice. And then, without the car, we caught a... I just remembered. Oh, my God. I completely forgot. We we, we ended up going to New Jersey. But to New Jersey, we took a Greyhound bus. And the bus was supposed to take an hour, hour Hour and and a half. That was it. An hour and a half. And it took... Seven. Seven hours. Seven hours. Because it broke down twice... And when it broke down the second time, we had to wait for a replacement bus. And, uh, yeah, never showed yeah, up. But, but we were 15 minutes away from destination. our destination. 15 minutes away. It would have been quick to walk, but we weren't allowed out Cause, cause unless, interstate. unless there was, like, an Uber waiting for us, which obviously there wasn't going to be because it was on the interstate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we couldn't get off the bus, couldn't do anything. And then we ended up, I think, four hours later... Finally, like three tow trucks turned up. Mm-hmm. But when they turned up, like two other people, two other cars had not accidents, but like a car drove past and its tire popped. So it had to fix that. And then we ended up getting a lift in the tow truck because yeah. there was only three of us on this bus. Yeah. Three of us. And then we finally got the tow truck that only took us a little bit down the interstate. Off the interstate to an exit. Yeah. And then we had to get off and then still wait for the bus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all up seven hours. And it, it's funny. So um, our good friend Bianca uh, <laughs> told us about when we were in New York last year, um, when we Sarah and I had left. Uh, how Sarah, uh, how Bianca had caught the bus to Boston, going via the New Jersey Turnpike, which is a massive kind of interstate junction where like several interstates cross over. Um, and her bus driver got it wrong and uh, took the wrong exit about five times, something like that. And uh, funnily, funnily enough, when we had the bus incident, it happened entirely within the New Jersey Turnpike. So that place is cursed, especially for Greyhound buses. I'm just over at Greyhound. I'm done. done yeah. with it. Never shall I return. It was interesting. Wow. But anyway, we we went to New Jersey then. Um, New Jersey was mostly just a good place to view New York City. And binge Game of Thrones. And binge Game of Thrones, which we've now finished. What are you up to? We finished. We finished. finished. We finished. finished. You did it. We did it. it. We'll come back to that, Drew. We'll save that for the next episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's a whole other thing. Um, uh, Wow. Yeah, we we finished. We have things to say. And... uh, We all all do. Yeah. (laughs) Look, New Jersey... Jersey City is sad because it it only lends itself to the view of New York City. That is kind of, to me, all it does. Um, I just feel like it knows that. It knows that it's only good for looking at New York. So there's no real point. Yeah, and, and also... mass amounts of effort. So. And, and you certainly can tell that it knows it because every Airbnb ad, every hotel <laughs> ad, always refers to, in the title... 10-minute train ride to New York City. <laughs> or like That's the best view of New yeah. York City. Or view of New York. And blah, blah, blah. We ended up walking to a fantastic park, which Svenja actually went to. Um, Liberty Park? Liberty State Park? I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, you get a fantastic view of New York City and even um, the Statue of Liberty. And yeah, while, while staying in New Jersey, um, we came up to the Australian election. And so we had to catch the train into New York City a day early. Because uh, we had accommodation from the 18th, the election was on the 18th, but in Australia, uh, but in the US, that makes it the <coughs> 17th. On the 17th, yeah. Yeah, so we had to go in on on the Friday, catch the train in on the Friday, and um, go and vote in the city and head out. What a waste of time that was for me. Um, <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, we returned to New York City the next day for our adventures with um, the sibling, both my sisters, um, one of my sisters' friends, and my other sister's boyfriend. And that was fun. That was cool. So Sophia and Elm were there um, with Sarah and I, and yeah, we had we had fun. We explored, showed yeah, them around great. the city. Um, we managed to go and see last week tonight with John Oliver again. Oh, that was so good. Thank goodness that happened. Some some of us were kind of umming and ahhing about yeah 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 we should do it. Um, should we do it? Yeah, or right, we'll do it. And we went and waited, and we didn't. 
I'd applied while we were in Vegas um, a month beforehand to get tickets. They never came through, so none of us had tickets. But I had learnt my lesson from the last time I went when I didn't have tickets either uh, and went to try and get on the standby list nice and early. <clears throat> and we did that. We got in nice and early. And uh, we got to go in. We all got in and we got to see it. And John Oliver waved at me even twice. Jealous. What? Yeah. Yeah, so where I was sitting in my... Um, uh, standby list seat <clears throat> off to the side because we all got spread out, spread out. We didn't get to sit next to each other. There wasn't. It was okay. But um, yeah, where I was sitting, I could see that the, the, the um, warm up guy was announcing that John Oliver was about to come out, and so I could just kind of see backstage from where I was sitting. And I saw John Oliver just kind of leaning out and looking around, and I I sat up really straight and I pointed at him, and then he turned and looked at me, and then he waved over at me, and that was really cool. Waved, and then Aww. and then then as he was heading off, he was walking off, and he walked past me again, and and I waved at him because he waves in a really like adorable <laughs> kind of funny way. So I waved at him the same way, and he just looked at me and then like nodded at me and like like you know blinked and walked past. <laughs> Acknowledging voice. So acknowledged, <laughs> acknowledged me twice. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's very cool. So seen John Oliver. Uh, yeah, and then we explored New York. We we wandered around. We went to Staten Island again, of course, which is getting cooler um, each time we get there. Yeah. Um, newer and more exciting. And, uh, yeah, that was our New York adventure. We've been to New York before. There's not much yeah, to say. Old news. Uh, there, there's, there's, it's just as cool. We're not detracting from the fact that it's just, it, 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 you know, New York is still a cool place to go and I love it. And I will go back again straight away. As soon as I can, I'll go, go back to New York city. Um, but we've been there before, so not much to say. I think it's up to everyone else. I, I think I've spoken enough about how much I love New York and how much I, I think people should go, so I don't think I need to say Everybody too much more. Yeah, I yeah. thought I wouldn't like it, loved it, would go back anytime. So, Sarah, so <sighs> now comes the, the, the Europe part. We were leaving New York the day before um, Ellen and Sophia um, and Sophia's boyfriend James. Uh, Ellen's friend was going on to explore a bit more of the US while we all went off to a wedding in Cyprus. So we left a day early, um, unfortunately leaving behind half my new my favorite New York pizza in the fridge and a full tub of Ben and Jerry's as well behind. I shattered that I completely forgot about bringing it. Anyway. You left a full tub of Ben and Jerry's. Like the little little pint tubs, yeah. <laughs> the little pint, the actual Ben and Jerry's. But I forgot it. I just can't believe that happened. I said I was going to bring it needed on the train. I Ugh. forgot. Anyway, I, I won't. I'm not over that yet. I'm not over. I'm not over it at all. I get my pizza as well. My favorite New York pizza, and I left it. I forgot about it too. Anyway, I was going to have it for breakfast, and I forgot about it. But anyway, so we're at the airport. Um, both Ellen and Sophia were going to be taking an identical flight to us the following day. Basically, the route was JFK to Moscow, Moscow to Larnaca in Cyprus. What happened when we got to the airport, Sarah? So all was well, checked in, got through security. They, they took it, mind you, they took a little bit of, of time looking over my passport at yeah, the airport. Yeah, mine is fine. Um, they took a little, like it, it went on for a while. Um, took them about 10 minutes or so for us to get checked in. Normally it's about five minutes. Yeah, but they didn't say anything to us. No, they just, they just the lady yeah. got up with my passport and walked off and then came back and yeah. sat back down again. But anyway. All right, so there was that, got through security, fine. Uh, got into you know the, the gate area fine. Went and got coffee, sat down, and then I hear Tanoi is like, "Would Miss Sarah Moon please come to the desk for some information?" And I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! It's happening! This is my moment!" I thought it was just gonna be like, "Oh, you know, your baggage is too heavy," or you know, just some random crap like that. We need to change your seat, whatever. And then I get to the desk, and then there's these two guys on the side of the desk. You kind of pull me to the side. I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? And uh, it's some like TSA agents wanting to interrogate me about what, where I'm going, where I've been, who I've stayed with, details what their of the names people are, their numbers, their addresses, uh, where I live in the UK, where I live in Australia, why am I living in Australia, what visa am I on, where do I study, what do I study, all of this like really like invasive. Yep stuff and very very not 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 mean or aggressive but just very to the point like he was really really yeah, very quick, quick you know so it's like he didn't have a set list of questions but whatever i answered he'd follow up with something so it's like like i said i live in australia so he was like well where are you from originally um you know what did you do that and all this stuff so it was like 
you know, it just it went on and on. But like, yes, yeah, so this whole time I was like, oh my God, like he didn't say why he was questioning me. So I thought, because when he brought up Australia, I was like, oh God, have I got the wrong visa or something? And they've like caught me out and I didn't realize. Uh, but no, apparently it's just because of the proximity uh, with Cyprus to Syria. And they just wanted to check that obviously nothing fishy was going yeah. on. She was wasn't going, going under duress or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going on my own will. Like the guy was really nice about yeah, it. Yeah, he... Like, he he rattled through what he had to rattle through and at the end of it like again we didn't ask questions we didn't push back we didn't we just um sarah just started answering the questions and i walked over and i just kind of stood like near her and then the guy turned to me and went are you guys together and i went yeah and then he asked me a question then went back to asking sarah questions i guess almost to qualify if we're saying the same things yeah but i do find it weird that i'm like you're you know you're asking me just to make sure there's nothing going on but you should be asking me, not the guy I'm with, because what if you were some sort of smuggler? Yeah, no, I know, but but again, I think I think yeah, no, I think as he tell. just, I think once once I said the same thing, and then I gave further details about what we we're doing in Cyprus, then he was like, okay, <clears throat> and and so we didn't push back or anything like that, and then he said at the end, okay, all right, what I'm asking is, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that, um, or we just wanted to make sure because you proximity to Syria. That you weren't going under duress, you weren't going under any other, you were going under your own will and everything mm. like that, and that you are going to Cyprus, and then that was it. Then you went, okay, thanks guys, bye. And that was it. Walked off, and yeah. yeah so. I was shaking for a good half an hour after Because mm. it was scary, but again. It was, yeah. like, obviously once I knew why, I was chill, but you know, like, your body just kind of yeah. reacts, and that, like, oh my god, like, guilty. Well, it's, it was, it was, horrible, it like, was. When you see a police car, it's like, what have I done? It was but, scary, you know, for sure, but, but thankfully, because you just answered the bloody questions, and just rather than kind of giving him a reason to be suspicious you just answered him truthfully and we gave him as much detail as we could he just went yeah cool and yeah, then well, let me explain there's no point asking them questions or getting your backup at them Answer the until you have a reason to do so you don't know what they're doing you know, yeah you know find you know answer your questions hear mm. what they have to say and then ask your questions. But like as i've said like i don't mind because you know i know some people will be quite upset by this whole ordeal you know like, oh, i got questions blah 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 but, just but like for job. me it's i'd rather have 10 minutes of uncomfortable fear for the you know the next person who might be a woman who needs help or it might be they catch a guy mm. you know wrongfully going somewhere else you know so whatever but and, and again he 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 was pushy but he we just answered the questions we it gave him the answers and we we so weren't wrong. doing anything wrong like I think if we said something that looked fishy in the story or couldn't give him a straight answer, he'd. I think his tone would have turned. But we and I have a nice little Excel itinerary of everywhere. Yeah, and so. he he loved that. He he went, oh, can I see it? And we showed him, and he was like, yeah, cool, thanks. Like that's good. Flight numbers, everything. Yeah, it was very very handy. So yeah, he had no problem, and he anyway. happily explained it. Um, anyway, then we, we went, went through um, when we landed in Russia. Yeah, don't um, go there by the way. Don't bother. Yeah, don't go there yeah, at all. No. Not very nice people. No point. Obviously. Um, I think it's, I think you can see enough dash cam footage to know that they're not very oh. good people. Anyway, um, we landed there and some people applauded on the plane and Sarah mm-hmm. turned and, and said to me and said, is it the Americans clapping? Like, and I was like, yeah, I don't think so. Like I, I've been on plenty of flights in America and I don't remember them clapping. Just an American thing too. Yeah. But anyway, then we took off from there and we're cl- thinking maybe people were clapping because we landed safely. Unlike the other plane that landed in Russia and Oh, didn't. yes, we flew with. Aeroflot. Aeroflot, the same airline that crashed in Russia. Um, Aeroflot, by the way, little hot tip for you, love to interrupt you every four oh, or five minutes with an God. announcement. Like, you can be watching a movie and it will take you about three, four hours to watch it, especially if it's about an hour and a half long, because they just stop and interrupt you and say something like, there's turbulence, so the seatbelt sign will be on, and they'll say it in Russian. But somehow in Russian, it takes three times as long to say. Yeah, it goes on and on and on. And then about five minutes later, they'll say, yeah, the seatbelt sign's still on because of turbulence. Well, no shit. Of course, it's not off, so of course it's still on. So anyway, there's that, which is good fun. Mm. Um, and uh, then we landed in Cyprus. We're finally in Cyprus, the, the desert land and uh, little island. And uh, everyone clapped again, so we automatically knew it was Russians. They were also very pushy. But it's not as if Just not they don't act as... Uh, in general. Yeah. They, they, some people push you, but they're not really aware of their surroundings. These guys absolutely know their surroundings. Just like don't give yeah. a hoot. No, we had some great woman on the bus which taxied <laughs> us from the plane to the terminal 
that uh, the bus was completely full. In fact, the doors had closed and they only opened the doors again just to let a couple more people on, which were us. Um, and then a big fat Russian woman, um, probably a babushka, but let's, let's face it, um, climbed onto the bus as well and stood where we were standing. So we had to smush into a space which didn't exist. And then she got pissed off every single time we like brushed against her. Like we couldn't. Yeah, she literally help walked her. into where I was stood. Like I was stood there, mind my business, and then she forcibly removed mm. me from the area. And not in not in the sort of there. not in the sort of way to be like kind of like oh just gonna squeeze on. No, no, she just walked on as if we weren't there. So yeah, yeah very Russian, I think. Um, and yeah, then we were in Cyprus, and Cyprus oh, was fantastic. I love Cyprus. We managed to see the little village where my family comes from, um, or my, my dad's side of the family comes from, and that was fantastic Soon. to see. I haven't seen it since I was three. Um, Fasula, it's called, Fasula. And uh, we saw that, and that was wonderful and peaceful, and it was funny that mm-hmm. the uh, Sarah and I had basically been up the entire time from New York. So we weren't jet-lagged, we just missed a night of sleep, so we were knackered for that reason. So we went to bed quite early. I woke up quite early, about 4.30, 5 o'clock, and it was just interesting to lie there and hear the complete opposite to New York, where we'd fallen asleep the night before or the last time we went to bed and woken up with the sound of trucks and cars and horns and just city life. And here we were, I'd woken up to the sound of the deafening silence and the gentle sound of birdsong. And it was just such a, a difference, and it was so interesting, and it's such a lovely, peaceful, quiet place. Um, we were there for my cousin's wedding, and that was fantastic. Amazing. It was a mix of traditional Cypriot wedding and whatever they felt like. So there's a little hint of Indian, there's a little hint of um, Australian, there's a little hint of getting together with friends and just lay back and do whatever they felt like. It was wonderful. Um, there was a little taverna in the village square, which we often went to for food, breakfast, or lunch, or brunch. And it's not like a normal kind of place where you get the menu and you read it and go, I'll have uh, this. Instead, the little um, well, the, the woman there um, will come out and say, I'm going to make you uh, some laki, we'll make some gifteris, we'll make you some halloumi, some eggs, some bread you like. And we're like, brings out a full And we're like, okay, buffet. sure. And then she goes around and cooks it and brings it out and serves it to you. Oh, but it's all food. Like, so oh. much food. It's like five of us and there's enough to feed like a family of ten. But it's fantastic That's and so it's all good. homemade and all freshly made. Um, Cypriot chips are fantastic. Proper hand-cut potato um, cooked in oil and then brought out to it's just fantastic and uh, yeah proper fantastic there was a fantastic little uh, my parents are staying in a great Airbnb there in the village which had a lovely pool and we'd just hang out in the pool or go dr- for a drive because we've got a hire car there as well um, uh, yeah like you just it's just wonderfully relaxing and easy everything is so easy and the food is of high quality um, they brought out some pe- uh, sorry, some apricots and uh, they handed them out after we ate our food and they just said, yeah, we just picked these last night. Okay, let's eat them. And you eat them and they're just lovely. Damn and it. it's just so easy. We went for a walk to the, to the family farm, um, walked to a place where I have some land. Um, apparently I have some land in my name. So, so we went and saw that and it has a lovely view. Um, yeah. It's just it's a, just a cool place. I would love to go back there. Yeah, that was great. And yeah, so we did that. Now, and skimming now... over that, I'm not going to all the detail of it. All I can say is go to Cyprus. It yeah. is amazing and lovely and relaxing and easy and but warm. But stay, try and find a village to stay in. Not stay in, stay in a village. In fact, stay in Fasula. Land at Lanaka. Stay in a village yeah, at Fasula. Amazing Airbnb. Fasula of Limassol. Fasula of Limassol. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we took off from there, and, and we headed for here. Birmingham. So, Sarah, to you. Okay. Oh, pressure. Is that my little feature piece yep. on the podcast? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> after got... six months... Yeah. I've got how long? I've got, like, ten minutes. Ten, okay, ten, ten minutes. Ten. I'll make it quick. Um, yeah, six months later, after mm-hmm. moving to Australia, heading home, finally. I mean, the real reason was because I had a university exam, but it all just fit perfectly. And uh, we came back. And showed Phil around. So yeah, we flew to Birmingham. 
And then my mum picked me up with my dog Jasper, which was a beautiful reunion. What, um, what happened the moment he saw you? Oh, yeah, he was like, who is this? Like, shit himself, which was horrible. I was like, oh, God, he's forgotten me. And then, and then, and then he was all over oh. me. It and was then, great. Um, it was beautiful. And then Alan dropped the leash and oh yeah alan dropped the leash and my stepdad dropped the leash and he ran for me and it was beautiful and jasper hugged um, and kissed and yeah, he was excited beautiful. to see sarah Somebody should have filmed it i'd definitely be faced with it jasper's the dog alan's the stepdad yeah so jasper jasper just to clarify jasper jumped all over sarah and, and yes. yeah it was wonderful and then he um, rode with us on the ba- in the car the whole it way it was great yeah on, on, our, our, on our laps i missed my dog very very much um yeah so we headed on to Shiptonthorpe which is where my mum lives it's this tiny little village in York I don't really know where it is but York York it's yeah York's the nearest landmark is it in Yorkshire I don't know no uh, it's not I don't know why is is. York not in Yorkshire I don't know because I thought it was and then I ended up putting my address in somewhere it wouldn't register that as it and then I googled it and I was like oh my god it was mind blowing anyway right. uh, it's not there we anyway. had our love a lovely day of sunny um, yeah so sunny we evening. arrived to beautiful weather not warm but it was just sunny uh, blue skies and it was kind of jeans and a thick t-shirt maybe mm. a thin jumper a light jumper um, and yeah so went for a walk through the fields went for a walk through the fields went for a beer and then uh, traditional. Got a traditional fish and chips, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so fine visit with my mum. And then uh, we poodled off to Leeds, got the third hire car of the trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, stayed with my sister in Leeds. What did we do in Leeds? I don't know. Did we do anything in Leeds? We went to the shops. <laughs> we went to the shops. We... That was thrilling. We went for a drive around. I saw where you used to live. Oh yeah, showed them all around where I used to live in Leeds. That was exciting. Showed me um, the safe parks to go to and the unsafe ones. Oh yeah, Hyde Park. Don't go unless you want to die. Um, at night. At night time. Beautiful in the day. As soon as it's night time, guaranteed death wish. Um, <laughs> it's true, honestly. Like people die oh. there. Like a lot of people die there. But it's it's it is a wonderful town. Leeds yeah, is Leeds is cool. It seems really cool. And it's. It is amazing. I, I went and got a haircut in Leeds as well. Oh, yeah. I went... Oh, no, but okay. The haircut was an experience. I need to, need to butt in with this one. <laughs> this is my feature. No, I know, I know it is, but I'm, I'm, brag, I'm bragging about it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so shout out. The haircut, I went to a place called City Image. Um, they're on Facebook. Look them up. <laughs> uh, they're cool. They are so cool. They are really cool because the guy's been cutting hair for over 40 years, since he was 13 years old. Um, and... Uh, he had five years of training, not not you know the short course that it is nowadays. Um, and he uses he, he's not a barber, he's not a just a hairdresser. He's a men's hairdresser, which basically means that he uses um, finer techniques to cut hair. And it was really cool. He uses a he used a straight razor to cut my hair. He used the electric razor for about one percent of it, just to get the very finer edges. Um, but other than that, it was scissors, not, not those thinning scissors that they use, that most or every hairdresser uses like for the majority of the time he used just normal scissors and a straight razor and it was awesome and so cool to hear him cutting the hair. Oh, it was fantastically well done. And not only that though, so my hair, when it grows out, normally grows into a bit of a mullet. <laughs> and when he saw it, he was like, yeah, okay. What I can see is that your crown is much lower and also your hair is kind of growing off from different positions. I'm going to shape it so it grows out nicely. And I've actually got like a spiral. You know that like the spiral that people have where their hair grows? I've got one of those now. Like he made my hair grow Phil looks great. Properly. I can vouch for him. <laughs> yeah. Returns a new man. Yeah. Looks brilliant. Um, but from there, your haircut, I went to do my, potentially and hopefully, my last ever academic exam, uh, which was Woo! a moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank fantastic. you, Drew. It was, oh, I mean, I forgot my calculator which I needed, and then Phil, thankfully, returned a set calculator to me five minutes before I had to go in. Sprinted back to and the And then car. my calculator didn't work. So the 30% I was hoping to pass with just on the mathematical questions didn't really go to plan. So we might be returning to the UK to reset the exam, but either way, I did my exam. That was done. And that was in Bradford. Mm. Any thoughts on Bradford, Phil? 
Yes, there's a very cool um, <laughs> science and media museum there, all about television and how it works, uh, with some interactive. It's really good. It's got interactive yeah. games and stuff. I didn't have any pound coins, so I couldn't use any oh. of the arcade machines, which is a bit sad. Um, but I did get to. Uh, I really wanted to play Space Invaders there, and I couldn't. Um, I did, though, manage to see a fantastic set from Wallace and Gromit yes, um, and the Wrong Trousers. Oh, yeah, the one with the with, oh the, with the yeah. There's there's the museum the set of that. Set. Yeah, so it is the really, set yeah. the scene used in the museum scene in that mm. that one where the bird or wow. the the um, penguins outside with the remote and making Wallace kind of climb around on the ceiling. Yeah, that set is there. Yeah. Um, they've got those, like, loads of original drawings and stuff from. They've like, got the a Dalek animation. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's um, some uh, cells from uh, Tom and Jerry there as well, which is really cool. And some original hand drawings of it before it goes through color, uh, which is cool. Um, there's also a um, there's a TV show which there's a a spoof episode made by them called Rainbow, which has the puppets there. So it's fantastic of me to have been able to see that. There's an old British TV show, and then there's some games and stuff like that that you can uh, interact with. One of which tells you your or, or rates your hearing. Age. Uh, it says it, it, it plays some different audio at different tunes and levels and goes, answer these, uh, tell, press a button when you can hear the, the, the sound, and then it rates your age, and it thinks I'm 12 years old because my hearing is fantastic. Actually. <laughs> my hearing is fantastic, but I completely disagree. I think my hearing going, actually. And they also have really Sorry, cool what? sections. What? Hmm? Oh, that's funny. Hmm? What? Huh? What? What do they have, Sarah? They have a cool section where you can go, it's like loads of little booths with like a large TV. Closed. Oh, is it closed? Yeah. That's it. But anyway, there's a little guy, you sit there and you he, he asks you how long you want and you can have pretty much as long as you want. It's free. He gives you a little login code. You log onto these computers in your own little booth with headphones and you can watch like loads of old movies. Um mainly BBC work, but it's it's really good. I watched so many good like even just little comedic clips. Uh, I was there for three hours getting my car hooked, so I saw quite a lot. But yeah, it was really good. There, there's, there is a cool booth there where you can also um, just sit down and watch historic moments in television. Yes, that was really good. That was good. cool. So was I, really sat, cool. I sat there for the whole thing. There was about, mm. about 14 clips in total, and it ranged from things like Margaret Thatcher um, yeah. moving into number 10 for the first time, um, Tony Blair wedding, winning, um, yeah, Diana's death, the funeral yeah. for that, the royal weddings. Um, the Challenger disaster, there was the London bombings, there was yeah. the September 11 attacks, Those just awesome. a range of yeah, massive really things. Good. It but was it, interesting. I got like quite like, not depressed by it, but you know, you don't really think, like when you see these clips and there's such, like, and so many people come out of the houses to, mm. you know, the royal wedding, like there were thousands of thousands of people. Funeral, there were people. Yeah, but now that you think about it these days, and like, unless it's a protest, nobody really goes out and sees this thing anymore. Like, you know that. No community. Yeah, it's just sad. Mm. But anyway, Bradford. Bradford's not a very exciting place. Don't no. really. Yeah, if you're there, go to the museum. But that's about it. Um, and then we've been on to see yeah. my best friend Lauren. Who yeah. that was great. Um, and then we are currently in Saint Anne's on the Sea. Which is near but not in Blackpool. Blackpool's um, a bit of a hole, yeah, unfortunately. I've just got to clarify it. I'm not in Blackpool because Blackpool's revolting, but St. Anne's is quite a quaint little seaside town. So we are staying in an Airbnb, which is also my old family home. So it's very weird. My mum still owns it, but it used to be this big three story house, and now it's three flats, and I'm and staying in my old bedroom cool. with like my old bed frame. It's bizarre, but it's really nice. And I was seeing my dad and my brother and my stepmom and my other siblings. And yeah, the weather is also horrific. So the beaches here can't really compare to Sydney. Yeah. No, but they're, but they're interesting. Southport. That's it. That's my lot. That's yeah, we went to Southport, which is a fantastic, lovely old town. Like it almost moment in history, but it's it's a lovely little place. But also, and we went for a nice walk there today, actually. But, but the beaches are interesting because they're so <laughs> flat. As in, mind you, there is actually sand at this beach here in Blackpool and St. Anne's. It isn't just like normal British or European beach where it's just pebbles. There's actual sand. And the sand is so flat that when the tide goes out, 
it goes out like for miles like it's just a sand flat basically a desert when you're on the beach you can look across it and like same time there's like in like an almost like a c-shape on the map so we're at like the top of the sea the C shape. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's a bay, basically. It's a bay. That's that's the one. And you overlook Southport, and there's been quite a few people that have actually died, mainly young people, trying to walk from St. Anne's to Southport. Because honestly, like you saw it, mm-hmm. it looks like there's no sea. Like there is quite a dip in the sand that you can't see, which is where the tide comes in. So people get caught out and die. Yeah, so it is. But it's like an hour drive. Mm. But if you could walk across, or if you could drive across the sand, it'd probably take you about 20 minutes. It, that. It's crazy. It almost takes you back in time to when, you know, there weren't bridges or boats and stuff like that. Like, to, to see land so close but not be able to get there. Again, it's an hour drive to get there um, all the way around the edge of it. But, but you can't cross it. Um, it is... It's interesting. I was speaking to Sarah's father, the, the fact that... You know, when you're at those sorts of beach, when the tide comes in, it doesn't just come in like slowly and laps in. Because it's so flat, it can't just lap, like lap in slowly. It just, a wave will come along and then the tide's in. Because it's just too flat for it to not do that. The water just keeps on going till it gets to the break, uh, break wa- breakwater. breakwater. Um, it's also interesting because there are these piers that sit out into the, what is otherwise, water. But because every time I've seen it, the tide's out. It doesn't There's just these derelict pier, derelict looking yeah, piers, sitting out over the desert. It's almost like the water's dried out. It's it's really yeah, it looks bizarre. Like, almost like apocalyptic because yeah. the piers are they're ancient as well, so they look quite run down. Mm. So it's it's awesome. It looks really yeah. interesting though. It is pretty cool to see. Um, there's also a fantastically large roller coaster in Blackpool. Oh yeah, Blackpool. Sarah Island. thinks it's pot- potentially like, potentially it's the like... largest in the UK mm. roller coaster wise. It's a it's a huge roller coaster. We haven't gone on it. And there is also a yeah. I'm there's looking on the map right now at all of it. There's also Blackpool Tower. Blackpool Tower is interesting. It's basically like the top half of the Eiffel Tower. Um, the bottom part's been chopped away, and just the tops just drop down a little bit. It's really bizarre looking. So if you want to, ever want a close up of what the top of the oh, Eiffel Tower looks UK's like, UK's tallest roller coaster. UK's tallest roller coaster. Yeah, so you okay. can see it for bloody miles, but it also looks like there's nothing mm. else around it. But it's um, just really tall. One other note, we I completely forgot about it. Just quickly jumping back, so I mentioned roller coaster. Jumping back to New York, really quickly. Oh yeah. Uh, Sarah, Sophia, and I caught the train out to Coney Island, and no one else wanted to join us that day. But when we went to Coney Island, I've been to Coney Island before, and weather was. Okay, Sarah and I went there again last year, and the weather was sunny mm-hmm. but freezing and quite windy. Um, this time, the weather was perfect. Shorts and t-shirts weather, sunglasses on, rocking place, people everywhere. It was really cool. And we went on some roller coasters. And they were, they were cool. We went on some roller coasters in Coney Island. That was We didn't go on the historic cyclone, because that's kind of terrifying. Um, I'd like to, maybe if I'm a little bit braver... But I'm not. But uh, we went on basically like um, Luna Park in Sydney has what's called the Wild Mouse, which is like a really kind of aggressive, sharp cornered. It's like you're in like a teacup sort of thing. Yeah, it's a sharp cornered kind of roller coaster. But unlike that one in Sydney, which is very aggressive with the way it turns and it like rips your neck off your or your head off your neck. This one is, yeah, it's basically like a giant teacup. And so it spins as you go around. So as you go around the corners... Your thing spins and you just keep spinning. And so then it takes its dips and rises and stuff like that and twists and turns. You're facing the wrong way or facing sideways. I actually think that facing sideways is more terrifying on a roller coaster than facing front on or backwards. It just doesn't feel right. It feels like the ride's broken. It's just strange. We also went on another one called Soaring Eagle, which is like. um, A near death It's basically like hang gliding. You climb into it, they lower the cage behind you, and you're lying flat then, and you go on it. Very similar layout of roller coaster, but there's twists and turns, and you go upside down and stuff like that, um, and turn quickly, and yeah, you're lying down. So that's quite an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Good fun though. Mm. Uh, and yeah, but that was Coney Island, and that okay. was yeah. For, so for the rest of the trip here in yeah. England, we've got planned maybe up to Scotland. We're going to Manchester. Um, we've got it. We're going to go see Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr, Chesterfield. Uh, maybe go down to That'll Wales. That'll be exciting. Mm. Maybe yeah. go to London if we've got time. Maybe we'll, go to see. London. we'll see. Um, but yeah, and then on to Amsterdam, then Berlin, then Norway, then India. And then, yeah. And then we go our separate ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Don't say it like that. Sarah's going to come back to the UK for a couple of weeks so she can hang out with family a little bit more real um, rather than the rushed or kind of introductory trip that and this is. And it's also my grandpa's 100th birthday. So. And Sarah's friend's birthday as well. And Sarah's birthday. Yeah. So, the yeah. big 100 is exciting. Yeah. So we'll, we'll uh, yeah, but that's cool. And um, That's that. That yeah. concludes trip thus far. Yes, exactly. But of course that leads us to our famous moment, sick tent of the week. Mm. Indeed it does. Oh, I don't know. Um, what are we picking from our trip? It yep. can be Jasper. Just for being Jasper. Yeah, we want it to be. No, I think maybe Sarah from Dublin, just for being the most loveliest host in the world. And yeah. Yeah, That's I, my I like that you're sending me to find the donkey. I, yes, yeah, Lucy, Lucy the, donkey. the donkey, which is actually Katrina the donkey. Yes. There's also a sad dog bed there, which was probably also Lucy. Um, and there was no dog. And there was no dog. There was no dog. Uh, it's funny, I was going to suggest her as well. Well, there is or, Lucy. Lucy, oh, no. Is it Lucy? Or no, not Lucy. Or do we give it to oh. Amber and Doug? Oh, yeah, Amber and Doug. No, Amber, Amber and Doug, yes. Okay. No, okay. Sarah so, sorry, Sarah, you just missed out there. <laughs> um, Sarah from... No, honourable mention to Sarah from Rockwood Manor. Yes. Um, for being a lovely host, fantastic Hostess house with the most. Yes, and for for bringing that place back to life, and yeah, for keeping with it and willing to to meet Just every customer that comes in to stay there, every guest that stays there. But yeah, Amber and Doug was the reason why we went to Cyprus. Reason why my whole family went to Cyprus so that we could go more well, go back to Cyprus, and that was a fantastic wedding and a great. Great experience. Um, Amber took the courage and, and made the decision to even get my grandmother, who she thought was far too old to, to my grandmother thought was too too old to fly there. We all thought was too old to fly there, but Amber made sure it happened, and it happened. And uh, uh, my grandmother's there in Cyprus right now, still hanging out with Amber, and I love that so much. So Amber and Doug for getting married, for getting us all there. You are this week's second of the week. Yep. Congratulations. Yep. And that'll do it. Yes. Up to date. Yeah. So I hope that was worth getting up at 8 a.m., Drew. Yeah, thank you for getting up, Drew. Of course. (laughs) Um, Of course it was. Wow. Wonderful to hear. Well, I'm glad. I hope so. I hope it was okay for the listeners, too. Anyway, uh, Drew, anything further to add, or...? No, I, um, I think we're good. Fantastic. Alrighty. Yeah. Till next time. Till we speak again. Yep. Yep. Oh,